Hello everyone, I'm Leo Gomez, your host for tonight, and you're listening to Trip In. Tonight, we're going to be interviewing Gina Lyons and Mark Lee, the couple from England who went on a honeymoon trip to Sri Lanka and ended up doing one of the craziest things someone can do. And this will be a great story to tell. I hope you guys enjoy it. Let, let me ask you something. Is there anything that you guys don't want to talk about or anything like that? I mean, how much do you know about us? <laughs> well, I, I just know, I just know from the news, you know, like, but you know, ah, yeah, yeah, we don't give a fuck. Yeah. You know, it's a real, man, I fucking, you know, I, I, I'm going to frame a picture of you guys. <laughs> Although it hasn't worked. Is it work? Although I've got some very interesting news Co- to tell COVID you. Has, COVID okay, has I'm going to tell you something very interesting. When I bought my hostel, um, uh, yeah, yeah. when I bought my hostel, I was, I was very sober. Um, <laughs> it would have been a lot more fun if I, you know, had like 12 <laughs> shots of rum or something. <laughs> All right, let's yeah. start this then, okay? Okay, yeah. cool, man. Oh, wait, let's say something, Diogo. We are, we are good here to, to go. Do Sorry, you? guys. Yeah, we like some technical Whenever problems. Whenever you're ready. We are like yeah. 10 minutes late. Sorry. We, we got our beers ready as well now. So. Amen. Cheers. <laughs> we Amen. have here the beer, so I think you can start our talking. Start yeah, the best ready? way of guys, guys doing a hostel mm. or traveling. Okay, so first, <laughs> thank you very much Thanks for being so much here. for your time. Um, welcome, thank and you for having us. We're really, we're really excited when you guys um, accepted to you know give us this interview, and <laughs> and yeah, so basically we heard about you guys about three years ago, or yeah three and something years ago, uh, from the news that you guys bought this hotel in Sri Lanka. And we would like to know more about it from the source, you know? <laughs> If you guys... I mean, calling it a hotel is a little bit much. It's ambitious. It's ambitious yeah. because okay. it's a shed. It's a big old wooden shed on the beach. Part shed, part tree house. Part shed, okay. yeah, part, yeah. Shed, part tree house yeah. with a bit of brick in the middle. And yeah. there's four wooden bedrooms at the top. And there's four like cementy, you know, like building bedrooms at the bottom. And then in between, you've got like the kitchen, the office and the bar, the bar the and bar the restaurant. Um, one of the rooms is obviously where all the staff live. <laughs> so we have a seven bedroomed guest house, yeah. you know, tree house, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, when we, when we, when we like stayed there, I was actually annoyed with Gina when we got there. So when we were there on our honeymoon. Yeah. To really yeah. dip it all the way back. Right? I'm sure well, you know so that. when yeah. did you get married? Sorry. We got married six months before. 2017. 2017. In June. Okay. Yeah. In Tuscany, in, in Italy. In wow. Italy. And then we sort of, you know, saved up and then we decided to take a month away and we went to, we decided to go to Sri Lanka and then we did a week in the Maldives uh, at, the at the end. Yeah. So it was a really fun trip, but you have to kind of stretch Sri Lanka a little bit on a on a shoestring, right? You know, we yeah. only saved for like six months. So we thought, right, okay. So Gina's always the one. She always tries to involve me in the planning of these trips, but you end up doing all of it. And um, and then and we got to this place. What was it called? Reggae Zone. It was called Reggae Zone. Reggae, reggae Zone. zone. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It was absolutely it was an, it was a dive. Everyone was smoking weed. The paint job was disgusting. The staff were hung over in bed because it was New Year's Day. Yeah. And there was one yeah. guy there who saw us to our room. I mean, we're talking no towels, so, yeah. broken mosquito nets. So Izaru is that that guy who was who's one of our managers. He's like more the front of house, but so he was the only him. sober one. He was well, he wasn't sober, but he was just on it and he wanted us to enjoy it and he, and, and you know and everything. And I I just really Did you, don't you remember when um, the the owner of the place, right? He was just such an asshole, right? Like he yeah. was just really rude to his staff, and the place was just so unkept, right? And there was nobody there, no customers really, apart from us. So like 
And he did this like weird little disco. No, it was thing. sold out actually. It was just quiet that afternoon oh, when was we it? arrived. Yeah, so it like was we were the only people there. No, it wasn't that bad a business deal. We thought <laughs> it was sold out and it was fifty quid a night. So I was going right. There's three fifty. There's three hundred fifty quid. That's it's not bad. So I was doing the figures. Mm. So basically, we we get there. It's a shithole. They take us to our room. But what we saw in it is what we've loved in every place that we've travelled. It's that wooden tree house, yeah. taking it back to basics on a beach. You know, we've we've travelled quite a lot. We've been to Thailand, Cambodia, Vietnam, India, you know, and it's always those wooden shacks on the beach that we love. And we always dreamt one day that we'd own one. So we're getting drunk on the beach and we're ordering rums and rums and Izzy's coming over. We called him Busy Izzy and we had all these nicknames and <laughs> mucking around. And he then dropped in. I don't know. We asked something. He, and said, he, said, he said that no, he said something about it because we were having a conversation about it because we do it literally like Gina said, every every single fucking year. We always go away like for two to three weeks every year, usually Asia. For a month. For, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, about a month, really. But we used, used to, to do it over like, no, nah, you can't. So yeah, about four weeks every year, we'd, we'd, we'd save up and go, and it would be like our reset for the year. It's great. Yes. And every year we have this conversation, you know, you stay somewhere, we always have a lovely time, and then we always talk about doing this, right? Mm. And for some reason, it's just aligned. Izzy said, oh, actually, the, the lease is up in, in, in six months. Okay. So then me and Gina just got a little bit excited about that. Um, and, but we uh, started like, I had napkins and we were writing down figures, you know, if it's full tonight, today, on New Year's Day, you know, it's 50 like, what, room, like trying to calculate up what people, what, what the spend was. So like say that table will be spending this, or that table No spending idea this, what it out. costs. How much do you reckon he earns? Izzy, how much do you earn? Like, you know, just kind of like yeah. just yeah. being just drunk and just, you know. And we had having a, a dream on sitting on a beach and just, just having thinking. Having a laugh with it, you know. So then we were like, and then, you know, we were sort of doing the figures. Okay, we could, you know, it's not a big earner at Sri Lanka. We're from London. It's like, it's not an earner, but it's a pipe dream, isn't it? It's something that you've always wanted to do. And we fell in love with the Sri Lankan culture and people. And it was like, oh, how can we do something? Like, is he such an amazing guy? Imagine if we gave him the business and he could run it. Yeah. It was very much like that. It wasn't like we're going to make all the money. He had a horrible (laughs) boss. Yeah, it definitely wasn't like that. Like, it wasn't for that. It was just something quite quite fun at the time. Obviously, we were... were we were fucking pissed, man. Like we were drunk. And then, we, like, and then like, he said, "We were really drunk." And then he said, "Well, <laughs> I'm going to go and meet the owners tonight in another bar. Do you want to come and meet them?" And they're these elderly Sri Lankan couple that don't speak any English. Like they can't say hello in English. And that was the next day, wasn't it? No, that was that night. Was that it? night, yeah. Was so it the same? The same night. Pissed. Yeah, we're a bit pissed. We get ready, and I remember this clearly because it was night time. And yeah. they're, they're, they're the husband and wife, and it was the woman's land. So she, in um, in Tangal, they had a huge tsunami and it sort of crushed the whole area. And so then when people bought land afterwards, there was some sort of like legal rights and stuff that you always owned that piece of the land. And actually Lucky Beach Tangal is in like a tsunami unsafe zone because it's so, <laughs> so far on the beach. They can't build there now because it's already built. They won't yeah. do it. So we're with this <laughs> yeah, elderly true. couple, this elderly couple who can't speak a word, they don't care about us. We're at the other end of the table. We'd met a guy called Melinda who was running a hotel nearby and we went there for massages and we liked him. So we brought him with us. He's just very like methodical and very kind and business orientated yeah. as well. Which he's is really he's an accountant. Because we're not there. We're like 11 hour flight away. Yeah. So we're like, well, but this is we need someone back- that we can trust. And Izzy is definitely not the person that you could trust for the financial. He's fun. Not that he's like a bad person. He's just not <laughs> yeah, that yeah. way. He's brilliant with people and running the show, but you need <clears> someone <throat> that can manage the and operations of it. Is a who's local to Tango. Can, can I tell you something? Many hostels yeah. here, they have this kind of thing always here mm-hmm. on these small places, no? Go down. Yeah. It's good to know that we're doing it like the professionals. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Because we are not. We're not. Like I've never run a hotel before. We've never run a business. Like we so technically we, we, not. So no. we get Izaru, who's fun and the front of house. And we get Melinda, we pull him from this other hotel, and he's smart and methodical, and he runs this big Ayurvedic hotel, and people are coming to get, you know, like massages and to uh, zen. detox. It's like a proper zen. It's like a, it's a, it's a retreat. So middle-aged women go to clear yeah. out. And to, yeah, and to find like a young Sri Lankan man yeah, to marry. <laughs> 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 
it's not like it's not like a sort of like a sex community. No, it's not. <laughs> Cut that bit out. <laughs> so we, we're with these two. So it's Mark and I, Melinda and Isabel, and this uh, Schlager couple, and we don't understand what the conversation is. So we're just sat at the end drinking more rum and just chatting and drinking. And it comes back, and obviously they saw us. They saw us for what we were, and they were like British and white. Yeah. Here's how much it is for the lease for three years. And, you know, we didn't know. We didn't know what it would cost and what it should cost and what the areas were. So we agreed to it and signed all the papers. We went back to Lucky Beach, which was then reggae zone. Well, actually, we did negotiate a little bit because... They wanted 15. Yeah, they wanted... I mean, we don't get me wrong. Like, I'm, I'm quite well seasoned when it comes to... You know, for, to give you an example, do you remember when we went to India, right? And we went to India and we land in Mumbai, right? So you land in Mumbai, you're knackered, right? And then you, you're, you're like, you feel like you're in a Bollywood version of Love Actually when you come out of the airport. <laughs> There's this flashing lights and loads of Indian people and singing around and everything. And you just want to get to your hotel. So you get a taxi yeah. Yeah. and then this guy, and then this guy sort of just drives, goes, oh, I'll give you the taxi, drive. And he goes, that's like t- the equivalent of like 30 pounds or something like that. And drives like a hundred meters and like stops yeah, like, took like like thirty seconds and I was and I just laughed I was like okay you kind of deserve that for the just cheek of it yeah yeah, um, yeah. So you have to kind of acclimate to to your environment so they obviously overegged it they're like I'm gonna try and get as much money as I can obviously yeah we, um, we did negotiate so they still that. ripped us off but we felt like we'd won <laughs> yeah, at the yeah, time <laughs> which we still lost but we just lost to a lesser degree and basically. to be honest I think had <laughs> we um not had a terrorist attack in Tranca followed by Brexit in the UK followed by a global pandemic I think we'd be quids up yeah but we for, for a place called Lucky Beach we had zero luck for three years. It, we've had everything happen. Like the terrorist attack was very small in a small part of Sri Lanka. But, you know, Sri Lanka is not in bed with any other country. They're not politically powerful. Yeah. So if something happens, they get cut off from the rest of the world. We had it. England has the worst pandemic, the worst yeah. coronavirus. Well, I don't and know, our Brazil, borders are still open. Brazil, Brazil has a few variants now. I think they yeah. might write the last. We're bad. We're bad. I doubt it's like London. Like. Uh, yeah. Well, no, no. Actually, they, you've got like a couple strains, haven't it? And then, do you know what? I saw a joke um, the other day. Someone said something about how the strains, you know, because it was a football reference saying about how here we go, we invented the variant, and then I hear the Brazilians go getting some more variants, and then just saying that they invented it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we so definitely we- did, man. It's, yeah. it's the situation here at the moment. It's just. Yeah, I don't know how it's gonna end, but anyway, we, we, well, you know, we we have the same problem. You know, we're we're not doing very well either, right? You have a much bigger country than we have, and we have a tiny little country which is densely populated, yeah. which is uh, having is- a terrible go of it. You know, we're in lockdown now a year later. You know, and you know, and there's a there's a pattern not to deflect from obviously the the premise of this 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 sort of podcast and everything, but there is a pattern when it comes to the the leaders of countries that are doing the worst when you look at Boris Johnson, you look yeah. at Bolsonaro, you look right. at Trump, and they all have a very similar pattern. I'm not going to tell you what the pattern is. You need to look at them and know what the pattern is. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and they right. typically make the worst decisions. Yeah. Right? Our, pres- our president here is exactly the, the same. <laughs> Yeah. As anyway, that was I have cycle. to cut that yeah. whole as, out. As, you, yeah. <laughs> as we talk about ah, sorry, politics and politicians, yeah, it's, it's, I, it's pretty much the same. We're pretty much <laughs> in the same hole at the moment. <laughs> yeah. I know. But anyway, let's not talk about politics. <laughs> <laughs> no, but guys, this is the conversation we want to have. That's what, that's what we do. Just, just feel comfortable and let's no. just let it flow, you know. The, the it's idea, better this I, way, I, I guess. That's the best way. Yeah. To be honest, we really miss that conversation, yes, you know, we do. in the bar of the hostel, doing a barbecue. That's what we miss, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, it's the best thing about hostels is the immersiveness. There's yes. so many people that are there on their own. We should so it's a little community. We probably should have. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, and, I mean, I, they don't have hostels in Trianca. It's not a big oh, It's not really a word, yeah. They don't they really have. have the beach huts that we sort of, you know, they don't yeah. really have. But they, 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 they're, they're, they're backpackers this, there, right? This maybe it's something, Kama. Huh? 
Hostels could be one thing over there if there is no hostel. Yeah, I think so. A lot of Sri Lanka's business now comes from tourism, but they yeah. just haven't jumped on it the way Thailand did 20 years ago. Yeah, but what about um, backpackers? There are many backpackers there, I guess, right? Not, not many, not like compared to India or Thailand or Cambodia, where it's every corner, you, you know, and you can go to any bar and restaurant and speak to an English-speaking person. Yeah. Sri Lanka's not quite like that. We went in the busiest time of the year, and it was desolate and quiet and calm and serene. And uh, They are there, and Lucky Beach attracted There's... all the all the people that were travelling in Tangal because it was loud and we had DJs and we did, you know, um, how we ran Lucky Beach attracted everyone from Tangal. But Tangal, one on a busy day, which is a beautiful huge city not a huge city so it's a city combined with a um, a coastal little town yeah you've got maybe 50 or 60 restaurants and bars and you've maybe got 20 hotels one of them is like a super hotel which is like a brand so that's 2000 rooms and yet at one time it feels like there's 2000 people living there so yeah. and that's in the high season so it's not like when you go to india or thailand in december or and it's, brazil i mean or yeah. brazil yeah. You know, when people flood in the summer to the to the hot spots, right? Yeah, when the, yeah. that's locals and tourists. Yeah. You know, it's you know, I remember going in the summer like Florianopolis and places like that. Yeah. You know, it was it was it was wild. It was a wild time, like carnival yeah. time and stuff like that. And Rio is Sri Lanka it's could a wild be, ride. Sri Lanka could and should be brilliant. It could could and should like it's the most beautiful country I've probably been to because okay. of. It feels like if you, you know, when people talk about going to Thailand in the seventies before yeah. it got in flux, in, in flux, in flux. In flu- well, well there, was, there, there was an influx. There was an influx of British tourists, <laughs> and now every yeah. every dickhead goes, don't they? Like, but yeah. before, when I first went to Thailand, it was cool to go to Thailand. Now every they go Dubai or they go Thailand, it's that sort of person. Yeah, but Sri Lanka, Sri Lanka feels like. Yeah. How you how you imagine Thailand? There, there's a lot. There's a lot more purity to it, I think, in Sri Lanka. You know, they're, they're, I think the people. I think it's it's just much more of an an innocent, pure, yep. Yep. like nature yeah. sort of vibe, rather than like the sort of obviously you can party there, but like you yeah. know, partying on for a full moon party yeah to yeah. partying like on a beach in sri lanka obviously is vastly different. You know, yeah, so, they, they they do culminate. You know, these these they uh, have those sort of things, guys. Like, you you guys like think that way you're talking so pretty much you guys are the first like europeans on the ideas of tourism in cambodia and vietnam and now you're doing Sri Lanka because you go with this traveling experience you have and now you have like let's say a hotel there maybe a hostel i don't know how mm-hmm. we call the place and, and tree house. Have, yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah like a tree house you know but like a place a place where people can go and have the Syrian experience. They they have like a place where it, where is a lot better than the place you guys meet. So you I mean, guys, do you know what, my friend? We we went we went traveling obviously every single year, right? But yeah. th- there was something about this place as well. Like we would we would get woken up woken up at like six in the morning because we were so close to the beach. The waves used to wake us up, you know. And wow. and it was like it was and and you lay there and you just listen to it and it was just so I did. It was just it was just lovely, yeah. So there was it, there was that and those treehouse rooms. You just kind of then you just walk out and then you just. It was just sand underneath you. Really, the water's there. It's just like, I mean, it's perfect. Yeah. When we had our high season, like our first year, we had so many people go there because they saw the articles in the press. Yeah. So people would turn up with like newspaper cuttings. <laughs> and we had like a bit, we had loads of press in Germany, were Italy, I mean, everywhere. Russia. It, Russia. Russia was Russia's, really We had like six months of Russians coming in. Russia were, they, so, they were. Well, the Russians, the Russians relate well with the alcohol, don't they? <laughs> yeah, but yeah. they do. They also, yeah, their yeah, economy. Yeah, these guys, they're, they're, they're my people. Their economy's strong. <laughs> they travel a lot. Like every place I've been to, there's been Russians. Like yeah. they're, they're doing all right. Hey, wait. Yeah. So can I just, so we, we, can we go back to the negotiation table? Yeah, oh, go yeah. On. yeah, go on, do it. So yeah. we basically... Wait, hang on, wait. Do you want to ask a question? Did you? No. Oh, you just wanted to... Okay. No, yeah, because because now that you got to the first year, I'm just interested in knowing how you finished yeah. the negotiation. So uh, we sat on this table, we go back and forth from certain amounts, and they agree on amount, which is the equivalent to £30,000 
for three years okay. to lease the premises. So we own the business and we would have to buy and own the business, but the actual premises we couldn't buy because of this tsunami law. Yeah. Um, so we would lease the premises and we would take over it as a business. So we agreed, signed the papers, woke up in the morning with like, you know, that thunder headache that you get. <laughs> and we were in a mosquito net in a shed on the beach, sweating. And I lean over and I can see all the paperwork on the floor. Oh, no. And I was like, Mark, and we're like, no, what have we done? <laughs> Fuck. And then, so it's all, we're, we're like happy-go-lucky people. It's fine, it's fine. So we go from somewhere else to somewhere else and we're talking about it and we're messaging Melinda, right, we're going to hire Melinda, we're going to hire Isaru, the staff will leave. There's a three-month turnover between when we get the premises and when this old... And in the meantime, the old owner is horrible to Izzy because he knows he's going to be managing it in three months. And we go to Maldives and we finish up, we come back to England and we get all the money together and we save and we, I save my wages and Mark's wages pay for our rent and our this and our that. <clears throat> and we do this for three months and then we send the money. And then the next day I pee on a stick and I'm pregnant. What? I know. And I was like, I'm a, the worst well, mum ever. Well, one, one, one thing as well that you forgot to mention as well. So what we needed to do as we were Westerners, right? So what the landowners, which we, which was in the small print as well, which was around, we, that, the 30 grand, fair enough, but he had a lack of trust because he thought, well, these guys are just going to go back to England and just leave, you know? So I need something. So we had to give him, a, we gave him a thousand pounds, which essentially- There was, and then. And then there we had to then. give him half up front. And we had to, yeah. And then we had to give him half of the money by J July. So we had essentially, what was it? Five months to save yeah. 15 grand. So we were already legally committed before we'd, we'd even got to that point, you know? Yeah. And then well, as soon as we got home, obviously like Gina said, she found out she was pregnant. And then we were like, right, okay. So we just sent 15 grand off to Sri Lanka. Well, no, no. We, and no. we know that we're pregnant. I mean, like we felt like the world's parents. It was like- It was very life. much like, and then, you know. Did you think um, about it? Giving up on the on the business thing when you found out you're pregnant? because it was money up front. There's no point giving up and walk, walking away from it. You can't ask him for the money back. You're just like you know. So you know. because the money was up front, of it course made we're like, up. what the fuck have we done? Like yeah. obviously we've got a baby coming. We, we weren't parents at that point, and then we're already this much in the hole in a country we we've only been to once. You know, on our honeymoon mm. that we don't really know anyone there, and we've got this huge commitment. Like, what the hell have we done? Um, yeah, but by that point, you know, it was about making it work and trying to make our investment back. It wasn't as much about profit, it was because we wanted the experience of yeah. having the place. It wasn't about profit, it was about can we get the return back? Yeah. Um, so yeah, so then we, we, uh, what, when was it? So I was about five months pregnant, so it was like the summer in the UK. Me, Mark, my best friend James, and my mum flew out to Sri Lanka to sort of see what state it was in and see if we could do anything. And we got there and it was a shithole. <laughs> it was really? worse than when we but, stayed Well, we went, we went out there with the intention of sort of refurbing it and obviously making it our own and making it when we eventually, because it was off season, which was convenient as well. So off season in, in Sri Lanka is July to, to, to September, really. So, okay. so it's kind of, it was a good time to do it. It was shut. And then, you know, we saw the enormity of what we had to do, basically. And we were like, wow, okay, what have we, what have we got ourselves into? Bro everything was broken. The and kitchen also, was a disgrace. In Sri Lanka, it's not like the UK when you can just drive to B&Q and buy a new table or chairs or okay. dishwasher. It's nothing like that. They have very bad import-export deals. So if you need a new table, you need to hire a carpenter to come and make the table. Really? So we said to them, because we're also in a Tangal, we're south, we're remote. It was a very desolate part of Sri Lanka. So Sri Lanka's small anyway, but it was a very coastal town and right also, in the bottom. Sri Lanka doesn't have great transport links. So there's a couple of long trains and they're beautiful. You can go 10 hours from top to bottom, but, but it doesn't have, it's not infrastructure. Like anyway, the people that we got to do all the furniture for us, right? They're they, the only people they could the, get. The only people that they get were, they were deaf and dumb. Right, so they were, and that's the Sri Lankans version of saying it. Yeah. No, no, dumb, dumb is like the British way of saying it, which means you can't speak. That's like a. I don't think it's PC now. 
I thought it was. No, it used to be, but I think Sri Lanka still. That's why we say it. We don't say it in the UK. Oh, fair enough. I thought we said it in the UK. So. <laughs> no, <laughs> they can't. They couldn't speak. I genuinely thought that was the PC. They couldn't way. speak and they couldn't hear. I always had but an they issue didn't with that do word, sign. Funny enough, but I thought it was the PC word. No, it wasn't. <laughs> but they don't do sign. They basically so they got these two carpenters over. Really lovely guys. Lovely work when they did it. But you couldn't tell them what to do, and they wouldn't ask what. To I remember do. having a conversation with one of them, and then forgetting that they were that they couldn't <laughs> speak or hear yeah, me, yeah. and he had his back to me. Yeah. And, he had his back to me and I was talking to him. For, it must have been about five minutes talking to him about stuff, like about the day or whatever. And I was just like, <laughs> I know. And he just and stands around like what? Just having a lovely time in, in like his beautiful because there is like a beautiful be- beautifulness to the silence of being deaf. I think. Yeah. Like if you if you listen if you were in a world where there was like no sound, it'd be lovely. Yeah, there is. I mean, I've got like, the deaf in a way. You think about that as a real like sort of. But for a work point of view, to try and get the place done, and we're there for three weeks, and we've got to turn it around. I didn't think we were going to do it. And we had these chippies. They were lovely, but they'd sit on, they'd FaceTime their wives, who were also deaf, for hours every day. And they'd sit there FaceTime them. We'd be like, can we ask them to build something? And so eventually they built the beds. And, like, everything's wooden. So every wooden bed, wooden chair, wooden table, everything had to be gutted. Everything, everything was Everything was, and then paint. You can't drive to a big superstore of DIY stuff. You drive to a little bloke in a house and you say, have you got this colour paint? And he says, no. And then you go, okay, have you got this colour paint? So we had this idea of what it would look like. And the only two colours that he had were blue and yellow. So oh, I wow. just embraced the blue and yellow. I just bought them in bulk because we needed <laughs> so much. And we got back on the tuk-tuk and, and we got pink as well. Literally the only colours he had. It was like yeah. white or pink, blue and yellow. Pink, blue and yellow. <laughs> <laughs> back on the tuk-tuk. Back to Lucky Beach, and then by the end of it, the last week, we're all painting. Yeah, we put we put Gina's mum and Gina's and, and and James, our friends, like put put them to work. They thought they were going for a holiday, and they were like <laughs> sitting there painting tables every day. Yeah. <laughs> and because we'd been in there in high season, we didn't understand what it was like in low season, and it's closed. So if you want food, there's like one place that you can get food from. Well, so you guys and moved there, like, yeah? Pardon? So you moved to Sri Lanka? We, we moved there for like a month with, okay. with our friend and, yeah, just to do it up. And it was like June or something. And I was filming at the time, so I was filming a big show in the UK and I had to stop and fly out to Sri Lanka. And But there's no way to eat, there's no way to drink. Five months, five months and pregnant. I was five months pregnant. There's no way to do anything. So pretty much we woke up at 8am and we're painting and stripping and pulling stuff out and how do we get rid of wood? And they're like, we just burn it. And we're like, okay. And they're burning a fire on the feet. <laughs> a very different way of, um, I mean, we haven't got huge DIY experience, but it was all new for us. Yeah. yeah. But it was fun. And then I didn't think we would have it in the state that we did by the time we left. Yeah. But then when, so you went there for this month and then you got, you set the place up and then what did you do? You went back to the UK and, Flew back to Sri Lanka to work this season, or no? We didn't. We because we had a baby. We mm. haven't been back since. We literally haven't been back since. What, which really? is which is heartbreaking, right? Because you think of everything that's happened since we got it, right? What? So, so our daughter, our firstborn, was 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 born uh, in December, 2018. so 2018, right? And then we and then obviously we have a newborn, so so you got to kind of focus on that, and then. Um, Gina got pregnant again four months <laughs> after <laughs> we had the first one. Also, there was right? a terrorist attack. And then, and then, no, no, that came. Yeah, yeah, no. In between that, there was a terrorist attack in 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 Sri Lanka, obviously, which impacted travel there. Um, and we was, in England, we put them on the like the no go list, and okay. it's only politics because it was a small terrorist attack. We had a bigger terrorist attack five times yeah. a week in London. But yeah. because they economic, you know, they're, they're not powerful as a country, no. they, they went on the no travel ban. So then yeah. obviously that, and then our second our second baby was born about four weeks before COVID. But she was born oh, in mid-February, wow. year old That's next month, right? And then, so then, so you think about all them variables, and you're thinking, I mean, there course. was no... Yeah, it's, it's, it's frustrating, but you know, it's... Do you guys get rid of it, or are you just like... Do you do you have someone working for you there? So we still have two yeah. members of staff, 
there are our two managers, Isaru and Melinda. But financially, at the minute, we've closed shop. We closed March 2020, and we can't open until there's a desire of business. And yeah. there is none at the minute. Because so, and, and it's the same, unfortunately, for everywhere in the world, right? You know, I, I you know, there's you, you. I mean, we spoke to you guys tonight. You know, you guys are closed. You can't yeah. can't open. It's 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 a, it's a horrible time for businesses. Yeah, man. So I I closed like in March. Yeah. As well, the 15th of March last year. And I sold my hostel in August. I had to sell it. You know, yeah. I couldn't afford to keep the place open, man. It was luckily I didn't have employees at the time. I had all volunteers. Um, um, but still, you know, like paying rent. And then I, me and my wife lived in a house close by and, and we had to pay rent at the house as well. And then you have to pay for your car and all that, all those expenses, you know, yeah. that you. When you don't have any income, it's, it's, you know. Oh, it's, it made it tough, man. Like I, you know, you know, I got, I got let go from my, from, from my job um, when COVID happened, they got rid of all contractors globally. So, you know, you have this business, then you have sort of my, my income, you know? So then I took a bit of a break for a couple of months and, you know. What, what's your job, man? Sorry. So I, I work in sales, but I work in digital technology. Okay. So yeah. So, D, so D, Gina works um, in TV. She's the okay. TV producer. That's why she was trying to produce you guys at the start of this. Because <laughs> um, she we can't should, help herself. We should work together. <laughs> yeah, we this. should. We should work together. No, you but need to put a light on your face. What's that? Like behind, behind. No, the... not behind them. A light on your face. Yeah. That's why the light is creating. Ah, I lose my last one. I see what you did there. No, not behind, obviously. Not. Have you got a shadow? You can't yeah. see us properly or it's too bad? Yeah, that's that's actually better, yeah. No, it's funny. They haven't changed anything. No, no, they do. They do. <laughs> okay, let's check the line. <laughs> <laughs> I was kidding. Hey, and um, when did you guys start traveling? Like, When did you meet? Tell us about you as well, like your relationship. Um, is this not going to be weird that he's not there and you'll cut to it in the edit? Oh, no, yeah, yeah. He's, he's coming back. He's just putting the... Oh, light. but I'll wait. I'll answer. Yeah, yeah. But that would be my, that would be my question. <laughs> mm. yeah. okay, go there you go. Um, we met... Oh, guys, we work in the technical way here. As I said, <laughs> uh, we met nearly... No, is it nine, nearly ten? Nine years. No, nine years. Nearly nine month. years ago on the 7th of February... Uh, nine years very, ago. Very whatever, specific. Whatever month that was. <laughs> yeah. So this um, is going to be 10 years soon. We met in a bar soon. in London. You are? It's going to be 10 years soon. 10 no, years No, nine year. years so soon. Nine, oh, years. Nine, nine years now. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, nearly nine years. Um, and then we got engaged after five years, married after, I want to say seven. That's about right, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, about seven. Got yeah. married in Tuscany in Italy. <clears throat> we, but yeah, I think he was asking how we met, though, Gina. We met at a bar. Yeah. <laughs> Just not, not very exciting. He always... Well, and you're, you guys are drinking on that? On that no, what? Thing? Say that again. You guys are, like, drinking when you guys meeting each other? Like... Yeah, I was. We were. Yeah. No, we met, on a, we met on a blind date, didn't we? No, we met on a dating site. Okay. Ah, right. Yeah, about nine years ago. And it was this awful dating site. There was nobody good on it. I'd been out on one day and this guy thought that I was part of a scheme that he was applying to get on the MI5. <laughs> Genuinely. And the more drunk he got, the more convinced he was that I was part of the audition. <clears throat> and so my second date was Mark. And that is, it was, it was such a dry site. <laughs> and I, this was, this was pre, um, obviously you're married. I don't know your current status no, no. i'm a grandfather already so I'm... no you're your grandfather he is yeah i'm a grandfather oh, aging married, like a fine wine i married <laughs> i married very very young i will imagine with like 17 years old you know wow south that america is... way well that's it's your really south american not. way man <laughs> <It's> <laughs> not my south i got married i was 32 <laughs> Yeah, fair play, fair play. Oh, but when, but when I took, I broke up with my ex, my ex girlfriend. I think about six six months before, and this was pre Tinder. Obviously, I'm sure you yeah. guys have Tinder over there. So this yeah. shitty little website, like, <laughs> and my friend was on there. 
my friend, I went, my friend John was on there. I mean, it's so bad, it's closed now. <laughs> and yeah, it doesn't exist anymore. But there was adverts. They killed it. There was adverts on the tube, and this is quite funny, really. I can't believe we didn't say this. You were nervous about, about saying it. And then, um, yeah. and then, <laughs> um, and then, so basically, so yeah, so she was like the first person that I met on that site. So I was like, my, my friend John was on there and he goes, so many good looking girls on here. Um, this, is exactly what, this is exactly what you need after breaking up with someone. I was like, yeah. Um, and then she was the first person I met. So I feel like I didn't really have the, the online day. It was experience. shit. I'll trust well, you. Well, in fact, I did. <laughs> and, and then we but got... I didn't have the, what everybody else does. One night we got really drunk and we messaged the website and said, can you remove our profiles? We fell in love with each other. Uh-huh. Da, da, da. And they said, oh my God, who have you fell in love with? And I was like, AKA, like his name. And he was like, giving my profile. And then they were like, would you mind doing a poster campaign for us? What? Like how you met and you fell in love. And we woke up in the morning, we were like, absolutely not. Like, (laughs) delete. If if that happened and our faces were on the London Underground, where all my friends get the the bloody trains, go to work (laughs) and see my face every day, I would not have been able to handle that. (laughs) <laughs> I would have been bullied by everyone. We wouldn't have lasted. No, so we told them no, obviously. Hey, and uh, <laughs> and how how uh, what was the reaction of your family and friends when you told them about the business deal? Well, I think uh, we're both the youngest children of three. Okay. Um, so I think in a way we have that license to be the dick of the family <laughs> and um, everyone sort of said of course you did, like you're a twat of course you did, like, how you going to pay for this how you going to pay for they said that was very Gina and Mark we I don't know how we're going to pay thing. for it like we don't know yeah. anything um, and don't get me wrong it has not worked as a business like income and outcome thing it has not worked in the slightest we're like, well the thing is it would have but had um but had COVID not happened. Oh, no, but that's yeah. like a businessman going, I yeah, would have made you know, a lot but, of money. Yeah, no, but, <laughs> COVID, yeah. But I think COVID is a very universal problem that has affected yeah. but, everybody, um, apart from Jeff Bezos. Something yeah. that Jeff is, Bezos has done all right. <laughs> and Elon Musk as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Elon Musk has done all right. He's the richest yeah, yeah. man in the world. Now. He's doing well. He's doing well. Yeah. But uh, interestingly, I... um so the, I, the, the, the article that I did, so I did one article first with a women's magazine and then yeah. a company offered to syndicate it. And that basically means when it goes on the wire. So it goes on the online, this news agency, and it becomes available to the whole world. And I sort of knew, I remember sitting on the beach on Lucky Beach saying, I know how I'm going to promote this. Like, I'm going to say, I'm going to say the truth, but I'm going to tell people the story of how we bought this hotel when we were drunk. And so I did this little article, which was a really nice, like, you know, from a woman point of view. And then that got syndicated. And I knew what I was doing when they offered us the syndication because I accepted no money. I said, no, I don't need, need, like, we don't need to do a deal. Put this in every, if something's free, everyone can pick it up. Yeah. So I agreed for it to be free. And within the next 24 hours, the story was viral in so like I'm, seven or eight different countries. So I was in, um, I was at the airport, I was flying to LA for work, right? And um, this was in the, the magazine that picked it up first is a, is a magazine called Fabulous Magazine, right? And okay. it was in a Sunday newspaper. Um, and I picked that up in the morning before I was flying to LA, right? And I was like, this is hilarious. And then I woke up on the Monday morning in LA and I was literally on the search engine, Yahoo search engine, right? And we were on the front page. Like it was- no, yeah, yeah. And was like you went to Fox years. News. We were on the front page of Fox front, front News. Front page of Fox <laughs> News. Right? So, it was just weird. So it went viral weird. very quickly all around the world. Yeah. America's first. So America yeah, it, it was did first. The America first. Yeah. So literally as Mark landed, it was like oh, picked up from America. And so we got spoken, we got, sort of um approached by like netflix and uh another guy and uh, another guy that we ended up doing a deal with so we we gave them the uh, you know they optioned the article so they owned the intellectual property basically to turn it into a to turn it into something a comedy oh, wow. or a show so that happened yeah. so for a year we sold the rights to this company really nice producer 
but I think they went down the wrong route. They, it became like Americans in Barbados. Well, they wanted it, to change the whole story. They just basically wanted to contrive it yeah. and make it be Americans that buy in the Caribbean. It was like, well, why do you need to do that? You can just use the actual story. But when Mark, um, but, but, you know, telling Americans where Sri Lanka is, is a whole thing. Yeah, but I think that's a, a <laughs> harsh stereotype on those it's Americans. not harsh. I mean, very... middle, middle America, fine. Yeah, fine. They, well, yeah. a hit sitcom is yeah. middle America. Yeah, but fine. what's happened now since lockdown, since our first lockdown in January, is I got in touch with an amazing, like, uh, Emmy BAFTA winning director who, at the end of a call with her, of a pitch about something in my work life, she said, if you've got any other ideas, and I said, well, Google drunk couple buy hotel. <laughs> so her and her wife are Googling it, and they were like, is this you? And I was like, yeah, we bought a hotel. So that has then gone through about a year's process of being developed into like a friends style studio studio sitcom. Okay. So it's not sold yet, but we've got some really good people working on it. So that could be the next step, which would make all this worthwhile. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, actually, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, if that happened, that'd be pretty fucking cool, right? But, yeah, um, of yeah. course. Yeah. I've read like a just a complete drunken stupid idea <laughs> I was really stupid at the time but it worked out well yeah and yeah I mean and it's a great I That's... mean if it wasn't for Gina being perfectly honest if it wasn't for Gina being in that industry and knowing you know Gina's you know incredibly talented at what she does as a TV producer right so the fact that she would be able to see that and get it to a position that it's in where people are literally investing their time money energy into trying to turn this story mm. which yeah. is just a pair of pair of a nudie pair of nudie words that were just sort of you know hammered and this and is a great comedy man yeah is a, you see i can see will ferrell playing you okay. <laughs> <Hang on. laughs> let's get will ferrell <laughs> I like what's that dude? Um... Mark thought he was a lot younger. Not because he looks like you, but because he, he's the sort of character that would fit in well with the... Uh... Okay, so can we tag Will Ferrell into the podcast upload? Of course. Like, let's get Will on board. Yeah. Yes. Will... Let's, let's think about I some... That was going to be my next question. Like, if you guys ever regret what you've done. Um, no, I think the thing is, it's like an expensive wedding. When you pay it off in these big chunks, I mean, I'm a freelancer. So like some months I'll earn good money, other months I won't earn any. So when I give big chunks of money away, like we did for our wedding, our wedding was ridiculously expensive in the end. Same with Sri Lanka. You don't, when it's gone, when the money's gone, it's hard to sit there and regret. I don't, I, well, we don't. We don't sit there and go, we could have had five grand in the bank account. We could have had 20 grand in the bank account. It's gone. Yeah. You know, we're sort of those sort of people that live that sort of at the moment. Um, and it's been a long, it's been a lot of fun. We've had a lot of unluck. Unluck? No, you've been unlucky. We've been unlucky. We've been unlucky, which is unlucky. ironic considering unlucky. our name. Um, but I, I also think it's going to work out. Like, yeah. I, I think it's going to work out. Like, we've met you guys. Maybe I can entice one of you to Sri Lanka. We did, um, we did a Sunrise, which is a breakfast show, a live breakfast show in Australia as well. So we did, we've done that. We've done a few other sort of news stuff. And yeah, it's... It, Sunrise it, it, is funny. You should watch it. It was... Yeah, yeah, I think there's a... There's it's on a, YouTube somewhere. It's on YouTube somewhere. You'll be able to find it, yeah. But They were like, guys, you guys got humid and bought a hotel. And we were like, oh. <laughs> like, it was like 60, 7 p.m. in the UK and 7 a.m. there. And they were at, they were hilarious. They were really oh, so it's, like a, it's like a YouTube channel sort of thing. No, no. So it's a huge... It's the biggest it's news sh channel it's in like, Australia. It's the biggest breakfast show. Oh, what's Australia. the name again? Sunrise. Sunrise. Yeah, Australia. yeah, I've I've seen it. I've seen. Uh, funny. <laughs> it's so funny. funny. Yeah. 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 Um. So I don't think we I don't think we regret anything that we enjoy doing. Um. Which is probably why Mark and I get into these situations a lot because we don't regret doing it if it was fun. I think regret comes with like hindsight as well, right? So yeah. If, yeah. But you know, it's given the state of the world and what's happened like do no one like, could predict looking looking at it now give like you know of course like oh 
I wish we didn't do it in hindsight, given the fact that everything's gone to shit, like for the past year, yeah. 18 months. But at the of course I don't regret it. Like, I think it was an amazing experience. I think it's done really well up until the world flipped upside down. And we down. made really good friends and, with Izzy and Melinda. And the we brand, love them a lot. The brand is, is still it's still got a presence you know we have a lot we have uh, like a bit of a cult following on on social media yeah and you know, we are looking to sort of out like sort of branch out a little bit when the world calms down and look at other locations and we can take lucky beats too yeah. i think we can split um, melinda and izzy up and give them a location each and i think um so i think the next step for lucky beats is to try and find another lucky Right. Uh, so we try and find a couple of other beach places, maybe failing businesses that we can come on with our social media and, yeah. and what we've learned over the last three years. So we had a good six months of being sold out every night. And you don't want to stay at Lucky Beach. You want to party at Lucky Beach. But if you really want to party at Lucky Beach, you stay at Lucky Beach. Right, yeah. 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 Do you know what I mean? Good so really it became that place. Like, it wasn't the best room in the area. We like we we, we befriended a lot of the, the, the local community as well because initially you can imagine, you know, when you're sort of white British and, and, you know, a lot of them knew the story as well. You know, we, we were the most popular place yeah. in, 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 in a quiet area. So our place was busy and everywhere else. We would do mm. a lot with, if you want to do, we would befriend everyone. If you want to do your laundry, you know, go to this lady and recommend all the businesses and really throw a lot of energy but into thriving we... Tangal as a community rather than just, when we oh, went when we went to Sri Lanka, bit. Tangal wasn't even in Lonely Planet. It wasn't wow. even in Lonely Planet. So we no. we bought a Lonely Planet. Tangal wasn't even on there. It was only from me digging online. And I was like, and it is idyllic. Like it's so the we've most. So we changed that now, obviously. Well, we had a whole Lonely Planet article about us and, and in turn Tangal. So I think the Sri Lankans we have a nice response from them. Everyone likes it because we put a place on the map. Also, Tangal is ridiculous. It's idyllic. Yeah, like really it, nice. there's there's this there's this hustling busy town and then you go down this little road and you're on the beachfront and there's this beautiful everything's beautifully done so there's like a lovely sort of pavement to just cycle and everyone gets bikes and you cycle and you go past 50 or 60 restaurants and bars wow. and then you can go and find this little area and see whales and see like it's ridiculous it's it's beautiful it's got the nature it's got the city it's and got then the like nature. 10 minutes down the road is you're in a like safari a busy, a busy, you're 10 minutes down the road you're in a safari park or another 10 minutes down the road you're in other beach towns that are a little bit more lively where you can okay. have mm-hmm. you know what i mean like it's it's it's, so we, it's, yeah. it's a small country where it doesn't take long to, to, you know, it's so diverse. It's like the UK in a weird way. You yeah. drive two miles. It's the same size. People speak differently. Mm. You know, like, and, is, have you guys ever been to the UK before? He's done. Yes. He's been, yeah. I, used, I live in in UK for like uh, four months doing some volunteer oh, cool. jobs and stuff. And I was living in London. Nice. Yeah, and Battersea. So it was cool. Where are you guys live at the moment? Where are you guys staying? We're in London. We're in uh, northeast London. So uh, we live near uh, Walthamstow. But I used to work in Battersea. Or yeah. Victoria, I was living. I was living just close she to the power station. Yeah, I, I, I used to live opposite it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I used to live in the, Pimico, on the power station. Now I know it's become like a mall, a big shopping center and stuff. Like no, the, the I power... think it's meant to, but I don't che- think it's happened. Chelsea, yet. Chelsea were trying to buy it to turn it into their they, new, uh, new football. They keep really? playing yeah. like, oh, it's going to be this, yeah. it's going to be that. It's still empty. It's never happened. No, no it's still empty at the moment. It's weird. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, legal stuff around that, but yeah, that's that's pretty cool, man. That's pretty I, cool. I, I really miss London. It's a good place. We're gonna go yeah. knocking our door one day. Just to share. Oh, welcome. We have a room for you. <laughs> Although I will say we don't feel like we're in London because we're in our house. Like there's nowhere to go. Yeah, we. Live I haven't in... been on the tube for a year. Wow, <laughs> guys. Yeah. Simon. No, you haven't. Are we at the forty? Yeah. Yeah, we are. No, we're. What time is it? Eight thirty. Uh. We're well, going... Do you want to do a roundup? Yeah, we no. talk a lot, don't we? Yeah, we talk a lot. We probably didn't cover a lot of your questions. Do you want to ask any yeah. question? And well, and then you can just do your edit. Yeah, my, my main the main questions were if you had any regrets for you know, tell us the story. And then you went through I know, I think we went through everything. I think, I think it went through. Oh, like and, and um 
what I want to one regret, right, is that I would have negotiated better. That is my right. I'm, the, I'm, I'm the sort of I'm the money guy and the sales guy. I should have negotiated better. But genuinely, when you look at the margins, I thought I was getting a good deal because I didn't have any context of what things cost in Sri Lanka at the time. And how busy they are. And how busy they were. And then when I really looked at it, I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> like we, we'd done the deal and then realised that Tangal was basically shut for six months of the year. Yeah. And we were like, oh, fuck, no one told us that. Yeah. We did our numbers based on it being an all-round, because it is an all-round sunny destination, but because they have, you know, the tide comes in for like their, our summer, their whatever it is, the tide comes in, so the whole beach is unusable. Yeah. And like people still go there. We, we still have business there, but it was like a small little sand, you know, from our thing. Yeah. And people just like real travelers will go to Tangol during that time because that's what they want to experience. What? But the, 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 the backpackers, um, yeah, it's a six month a year business. Do you, know we what like, though, guys? What? Do you know what though? Because when I went to Brazil, right? Um, when I went to Brazil and went to Iguatu, like I would love when the world calms down. We used to go and check it out because I love you to see Iguazu because it is pretty. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So we should come and check. Yeah, we'll come and check it out. But that's for sure. Come with our little baby. Another, another question about more about the, the salesman you are and like, uh, have you have you thinking about to do like uh, the same you did in another place, looking for opportunities, make like yeah. uh, accommodations and stuff, and yeah, how, how was that? No, Absolutely, you know, we've 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 got our hub, which is where it is now, which is the sort of epicenter of where Lucky Beat started. It's where the story is. But yeah. we know we know from our experience of living in in Sri Lanka is living in Sri Lanka for that month, and then the month after, we know what the best route travel route is, where people will. Where if yeah. you do your research and people that go, if you go to Brazil, you have a plan. You know where you want to go, right? Yeah. So yes. Then, we know what the typical plan will be. So yeah, we absolutely want to do what we want to find locations yeah. and then we want to take our brand to different parts. I think what, we've, Lanka, what yeah. we've proven is we can take nothing and make it into a story. So I think what would be amazing as a business point of view is if we could work with other companies that are maybe not doing very well and yeah. say, we'll do social media, we'll do marketing, we'll do PR and we'll take the Lucky Beach brand around. Because what happens when you have more than one is that, Backpackers go, oh, I liked yeah. it yeah. last lucky week. It's almost like a, it's almost like a diluted franchise, it you know. Like, yeah. If you think about it, you yeah. know, like Domino's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Domino's is a franchise, right? No, like no, no, of course they know Domino's. Pizza, yeah, they're they're, they're Domino's here as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like Domino's is a franchise. So one of my friends, funnily enough, James Groves, his dad, he owns about two hundred Domino's, right? Wow. <laughs> Dominoes all over London. Like he just, he doesn't actually do anything. And not that I want Lucky Beach to be a fucking Domino's. I wasn't using it as that example, but, but yeah, I think you, you, you want them to have their sort of like, sort of their sort of authenticity. To, well, they to, want to have the same experience they've had in the previous Yeah, yeah but I still think, with the brand. I think as a backpacker, yeah. you're taking a risk every time you check in somewhere. As a backpacker that is on the move every two days, when we went backpacking, every two days we'd go. Every two days. Yeah. So you stay somewhere two days, go. Take somewhere. Even if you love it, it's about seeing as much of the country as you can, especially for backpackers like us that did it for like a month at a time. And you trust a Shelagato, like for example, like because I I knew that company because I knew friends that had stayed there before. Yeah. And it's just easy. And then when it becomes a brand, rather than going on sort of, um, what's it, booking.com and trying to find obscure places, you know, you just yeah. follow a brand. And also, yeah. and also the backstory to it, it's, um, it relates really well with the backpacking world, right? Yeah. yeah. You know? Exactly. So, well, we were backpackers who got drunk and bought a hotel. So. Yeah, there you go. That's a good strategy, guys. Well, we're, we're, both, we're both in the hotel business, you know, we can talk about it later. Yeah. <laughs> I, I honestly think you guys might be the answer because there's something in this where you take the the sort of lucky brand yeah. and you expand it. And I think if there's a, a unified social media account, I've just started following someone on social media called Cool Stays and their social media is brilliant. And I was like, that's what we need Lucky Beach to be part of, whether it's 
where are you going? Are you going to Bangkok? Are you going to Koh Phangan? Wherever it is that you're going, if you could go to that same place of trusted. Yeah, I think yeah. I think like Iguazu, it's a place we can talk about. This like Iguazu becomes the second place with more visitors in Brazil, uh, even during the pandemic and the last year. So yeah, it's wow. a good place. I think we can talk about this. Yeah, yeah, of course. And don't ask us for any money when we're drunk. Oh no, is, I, I was just about to say. Actually, the thing I was saying. I was I, just about to so say. Hang on, what's your account? It doesn't get to. What do you want? How much money? I know how to do business with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> hey, no, seriously, guys. guys, it's been a pleasure. Um, and thank you so much for accepting this. Seriously, it's going to be very. Uh, it's going to be amazing to have you guys in the first episode. You know. Oh, We're really you. sorry for waffling because we know that we, we got drunk before we spoke to you because oh, we, we were quite nervous. <laughs> we, were, oh, we were drunk before we spoke to you, yeah. Oh, so, guys. So, We're sorry. You're going to have a big edit job on this. Guys, just we, we just smoked this spliff before talking to you. So. Hey! Oh, mate, I'm, I'm stunned too. I'm really pleased about that. Yeah, <laughs> there nice. we go. Hey, guys. So, Don't put this in the edit. But yeah, I had yeah, an edible. <laughs> <laughs> you just had an edible as well. <laughs> <laughs> So pretty much, guys, like, uh, I want to say thank you because, like, uh, we have been, like, on the traveling business and stuff. And with this pandemic, me and we were, like, no much doing stuff about tourism. I work with productions here and we're doing videos and stuff. That's, thanks God, I have this job now. It's what keeps yeah. me on for the pandemic. Yeah. And yeah. well, just becomes from, from Paraty to live here. Yeah. And actually, like, we're looking to do some stuff, like, uh, for, for our travelers, you know, pretty much for that. And you guys, when I read your, your story, like, I didn't know about and Leo told me about, I was like, fuck, these guys are like, amazing. I want to do things like this. Um, like, when I was traveling, I got drunk. Sometimes I was like, that way, you know, <laughs> yeah, let's go, fuck everything, you know, like, let's buy this boat and they're going to cross the Atlantic now, you know, like. Crazy things about it. And you, and you guys are so courage about like, uh, and cool thing about to have your word and to say this guy, because you could say just like, okay, fuck this guy, you know, we are drunk. And, and you guys has like this energy to go and like, okay, face, face that thing, which supposed to was a problem, but you guys becomes like in a very good like stuff and history and, and very smart. Like it's. Thanks, man. And it was so nice to like, talk to you guys. Yeah. Like, well, let me let let, when you've got a finished thing, send it to me. Let me see if I can help, and we'll push it out in the UK. Yes, oh, yeah. please. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And do, you know, do you know what, though? When Gina sent me, like, the, the, the details of you guys, right? Like, I was... Because Brazil, you know, being perfectly honest, in a grande, and Rio, yeah. like, I have... They, they are arguably my favorite places like in the world, right? Like in a grande in particular, like I've had some like magical moments there. So as soon as I found out that you guys were Brazilian, I was like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll fuck with these guys because mm -hmm. I don't really like doing a lot of promo stuff, but like, cause you're Brazilian, I'm like, I, I love a bit of Brazilian. Yeah. Oh man, that's, guys, that's, that's and a lot of time for you guys, man. And another thing I read, like tell you the, the next uh, episode that we're talking about, because we have the rainforest here in Brazil. Yeah, like the, and this rainforest yeah. becomes all the way from Rio de Janeiro to Iguazu. So there is like a belt of the rainforest. And all yeah. the destination is like Rio, uh, Ilha Grande, Paraty, Angra dos Reis, Ubatuba, Ilha Bela, uh -huh. even the coast of Sao Paulo state. So there is like this big thing. And we want to like talk with people who have been in these places and can talk a little bit about the beauty of this place. Yeah. So you have been there. So maybe like, I don't know if I take too much energy from you, but, but maybe in the future we can we talk fi again. We finish yeah. this one and probably like one epi episode is going to come about the rainforest. And we want to talk yeah. with people. Uh, we want to talk with people if they have been this and they can talk about this beauty. Mm -hmm. Like, so this yeah. is like, and on this way also, we go in a way about like uh, environment and we, we have been with a lot of problems on our rainforest here, not even about like situations with fire and stuff, even like on the pandemic about trash, about people that go on the beach yeah. and, you know, they just tra put trash in everywhere and things like that. After this like yeah. uh, uh, New Year holidays, there are so many videos on the media about like how many trash people left on the beach, you know? Uh -huh. And I don't know, very, very crazy stuff, you know? In the middle of a pandemic, thousand people on the beach and even they, be there they just like leave the no. place like a big mess right. so that's why like 
just give you the idea about we want to talk about these. Yeah, and, and also like the next, the next, uh, the second episode, it's meant to be uh, with this lady that I just, re- I just found out about her like recently. And she wrote a book that's called 40 Before 40, which is about how she managed to f- travel through 40 countries before she got to 40 years old. Wow. And, and she only did that because she left the house that she used to live with her husband because he, it was like a, an abusive relationship. And she fucked off with like 800 euros and just managed to travel for like a year wow. or two. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. cool, man. Yeah, because she was like, I need to get away from him. What's the best yeah. way to do it? I'll just go out and travel, you know? So I can forget. You know I, read a, I read a story yesterday, right, about this guy from Denmark that he was just a bit of a like a bit of a traveler, like like to go to places. He went to every single country in the world without flying anywhere. Right? Wow! And it took him. Send him to. It took him. I'll send you a link. Right, there's a really cool video. I'll find it for you. And I'll send it. Um, and I think he's still ongoing. I think he's got about six countries, but they're really obscure. They're like proper islands, yeah. like that that take requires a lot of effort to get to, but he's done it all in like seven, eight years, seven, eight years. And he's done it all. I think he's averaged like $10 a day. That's amazing. Like this guy is like, yeah, like proper war zones during COVID. Like, yeah, I'll send it to you. That is, yeah, Yeah. amazing. Nice. And I'll I'll follow you on the social, uh, on Instagram as well. Yeah. Um, Thank you very much. Thanks so much. Okay. Thank you for your time. We keep in touch. Very nice. Oh, <laughs> very good. And um, yeah, we'll send you the video before we put it on air, yeah. you know, just so you can see if you like Thanks, it. Guys. You, you let us know if you want us to remove anything. Okay. Bye bye. Yeah. Thanks bye. so much, bye. Bye. guys. Nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs>